Welcome to Slaking Thirsts, a podcast that's all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, a divine heart, who is seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts would meet and both thirsts would be slaked. Friends, good morning. So we have some very beautiful readings for Mass this day. We have this beautiful Gospel where Jesus is talking about John the Baptist and how great he is, and that even despite how great he is, even the the littlest saint, the lowest saint in the Kingdom of Heaven is greater than him, which is a pretty amazing thing. I'm going to set the Gospel aside for a moment because I want to focus this morning on the first reading that we have from the prophet Isaiah. And not even actually the whole reading. I just want to focus on the very first sentence of this first reading. So let's, let's hear it again for a second here. So it says this. I am the Lord your God who grasp your right hand. It is I who say to you, fear not. I will help you. I will help you. All right, that's the part I want to focus on this morning. Okay. So let's start with this. So one of my great heroes in the faith is another saint, St. Thomas Aquinas. St. Thomas Aquinas. He was a brilliant man, arguably one of the smartest people who's ever lived. I mean, the guy was off the charts brilliant. Unbelievable mind. He helped explain the truths of Christianity in such a powerful way. And Anyway, he, he, was, he wrote thousands upon thousands of pages reflecting on the Scriptures, reflecting upon the mystery of Christ. And one of the things he asked one time was the question, why did God become man, right? Why the incarnation? Why did God, the second person of the Trinity, become human, take on our flesh, come among us, right? This is what we talk about with Christmas. This is what Christmas is, God becoming man and dwelling among us. And he asks the question, why did he do this? Why would he do this? And he has several answers that are really powerful to, to atone for our sins, to show us how to live, to... Um, reveal God's love. All of these answers are true, but for me, it's, it's one of the last answers that he gives that I, I think is so powerful that I want to reflect on. He says this, that, that the reason why God became man was to take us by the hand and lead us home. The reason that the Son of Man became human and dwelt among us, the reason for Christmas, why God became flesh, was to take us by the hand and to walk us home. Now, one of my favorite things uh, that I love seeing on school masses, one of my favorite parts of school masses is, so I I get dressed in the sacristy back there, and I see all you guys coming in, one by one, filing in, pouring into the church. And one of the the sweetest things that I love seeing is watching as the the buddy pairs walk in, right? Raise your hand if you have a buddy. Look at everyone with their buddies. Okay, so one of the cutest things, I think, if I can even say that, one of the cutest things I love seeing is, is especially when I see you guys walking in holding hands with your buddies walking in, right? Who held your hand with your buddy as you walked in this morning? Look at that. That's so adorable. Okay. Now, one of the things, like, okay, so we can ask the question, why are you doing that, right? You walk over from the school. School's over there. You walk over to the church. You cross over Humboldt, and you're holding your buddy's hand. You're walking in, and are you doing that because you're like, get over here. I don't want you to have any fun. Just come over here. Is that why you're doing that? No, obviously not. Obviously not, right? It's I'm holding your hand as we're walking across the street over to the church because I want you to be safe. I want you close. I don't, I don't want you to run away. I don't want you to get hurt. I, you know, we're crossing a street. Cars could be coming. I want to protect you. I want you to be safe. Right? It's not because I don't want you to have freedom. I don't want you to have fun. It's because there's a, there's a desire to protect. 
There's a desire to protect. And now think about God, right? God, what is he saying to us? He's saying like this, this whole life, right? This whole life is a journey. We are journeying this whole life. One of the ways that the church talks about us is that we are pilgrims, right? What is a pilgrim? A pilgrim is someone who's making their way from one place to a destination, right? What is the destination that we are all trying to get to? Say it if you know it. Heaven. We are all trying to get home. Heaven. That's where we're all headed. Right? It's a, that's the destination. And along the way, there's a lot of stuff that comes in the way. Like, life can be hard. There's, sometimes there's really scary stuff that we have to deal with. Sometimes there's, there's really difficult challenges that we have to deal with. Even as kids, there's stuff that's hard. There's stuff that's scary. There's stuff that's challenging. Right? And Jesus is saying to us, God is saying to us, like, I, I want to take you by the hand and walk you the whole way. I don't want you to get hurt. I want you to be protected. I want you to know that I'm with you. This other line, the, the end of that line, that first sentence, right? He, what, is, what does God say? He says, it is I who say to you, fear not. I will help you. I will help you. I, I think often... This is true for grown-ups too. I think often when we hear God saying that to us, I will help you, what we automatically conclude in our mind is that God is saying, I will fix your problems for you. Or I will make it easy for you. That's not what he's saying. He's not simply saying, like, when he says, I will help you, he's not simply saying, I'm just going to fix all your problems. I'm going to make every hard thing go away. That's not what he's saying. I want, to, I want to tell you a story. So yesterday was the feast of St. Lucy, right? Do we have any Lucys in the school? Any Lucys? No Lucys? Zero Lucys? How do we have zero Lucys? Mrs. Allen, her oldest daughter, is a Lucy, so we, we'll talk about her. So it was her feast day yesterday. St. Lucy has been a saint that's very, very important to me for many, many years. The reason is because St. Lucy... She's the patroness of people who have eye diseases or eye problems or people who are blind, right? So I'm obviously not blind, but since I was in seventh grade, raise your hand if you're in seventh grade. Since I was in seventh grade, I've been dealing with an eye disease that's really, really, it's been very, very difficult at different times. So I've had 31 eye surgeries since I was in seventh grade, which is a lot of eye surgeries. I've had thousands of hours, it feels like, in doctor's offices. I, like from the time I was in seventh grade, hundreds upon hundreds of, of appointments and follow-ups and procedures and, and a lot of scary stuff. And, and St. Lucy has been there with me the whole time, helping me and praying for me. She's been someone who I've, I've leaned on. So when I was in seventh grade, obviously, I didn't have my driver's license. I, I wasn't self-sufficient. I wasn't independent really yet. So to get to my doctor's appointments, it was almost always my mom who would take me. My mom would pick me up from school, she would drive me to the doctor, she would sit with me waiting for these doctor's appointments. Sometimes these appointments would be three, four hours long and sometimes there would be really difficult, painful tests that I'd have to go through, very painful things in my eyes, very bright lights, very uncomfortable things, just very, very difficult. And my mom, she sat with me through all of that. She was just with me, right? And like, look, like, she couldn't fix the problem for me. Like, she couldn't, she, couldn't, she couldn't take my place. She couldn't say, well, here, doctor, just do this, do this stuff on my eyes instead of his eyes. She couldn't say, yeah, do the test on me instead of on my son. She couldn't, she couldn't sit in the chair for me. My mom couldn't do the surgeries for me. She couldn't deal with the recovery for me. 
Like, I had to go through it. But what she did, which I'm eternally grateful for, is that she, she came with me. Like, she would, just, she would sit in the room and she would just be with me. And oftentimes, especially as I got a little bit older, like, there wasn't a lot of conversation. She just was sitting there. Like, she was just present to me. Look, I, this is something that I've, I've found in my life growing up now that, like, sometimes the, the greatest thing, the greatest gift that people have given me is just being with me when I'm going through a hard thing. Oftentimes, people can't fix things for you, but the people who really love you, they can just be with you in it. Like, this is what the Lord is saying. Like, he's saying, like, look, I, there's a lot of things that I allow to come into your life, challenges, struggles, scary moments, burdens, things like that, and I know you think you want me to just fix it, to make it go away, but the thing that I'm going to do, the way I'm going to help you is I'm just, I'm going to be with you. Like, this is the amazing promise from our God, right, that we say he is Emmanuel, which means God with us. God with us. Say the word with. With. He's not just with us when things are great. He's not just with us when things are happy. He's not just with us when things are going awesome. He's with us in particular in the very difficult moments, the moments that are scary, the moments that are challenging. Like, and he's so with us. He's saying, I've taken you by the hand. You are mine. And then he says, fear not. I'm with you. I'm with you. Like the, the promise of Jesus from 2,000 years ago, he said, I will be with you until the end of the age. Like you're never going to be abandoned. You are never alone. You are never just by yourself. You're never going through something by yourself. It's like I'm with you. He's, he's, he's dwelling with you in your heart through the presence of the Holy Spirit, which is real. And even more than that, he's with you in the presence of the Eucharist. Right? He is saying, I am this close to you. I want to take you by the hand and I want to walk with you through all of it. Through all of it. So again, back to the image of the buddies, right? Like, it's an image of how God wants to walk with us. Like I bet when you're holding your buddy's hand, you're not like squeezing it really tight, like, Arr! right? I hope not. Do they do that to you? No? Okay, good. Carter, you? Carter, oh geez, Carter, Okay. You're holding the hand lightly, just as if to say, I'm, I just want you to know I'm, I'm, I'm with you. The Eucharist today, guys, when you receive Eucharist today in Mass, I want you to think about how, in receiving the Eucharist, this is Jesus just very simply taking you by the hand, entering into your life, being close to you, saying, I, I really promise you, I'm never going to abandon you. I'm never going to abandon you. I'm going to stay with you in the good times, in the bad times, when you're sick, when you're healthy, when you're happy, when you're sad, I'm not going to abandon you. You'll never be cast out. You'll never be cast aside. You'll never be forgotten. That's his promise to us. That's pretty good. Let's just close our eyes for a second. And in our own hearts, let us just imagine Jesus drawing close to us. No matter how old we are, whether we're in kindergarten, whether we're 80 years old, it doesn't matter. For the, the entirety of our lives, we are God's little ones. We're his children. 
Let's imagine Jesus walking up to us and saying, hey, can I just walk with you today? Whatever you got going on today, whether it's the eighth grade play that's coming up today, or whether it's a test that's coming up, or whether there's something going on at home that's really hard, Jesus is saying, can I just, will you just let me walk with you today and be with you? Lord, we thank you for the gift of your promise, the power of your help that you want to be with us, to take us by the hand and lead us home. Amen.